Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. I have a question to ask you. How many times have you taken your phone, you're out maybe on vacation or you've taken your kids somewhere, maybe you're just out on a nature walk or something, and you pull out your phone and you start taking pictures of all that you see because you don't want to forget it. And you want to be able to come back to it and remember. How many of you have done that? Well, I've recently been scrolling through my phone, and I will confess, I need to be deleting way more pictures from my phone than I currently have on there. Because when I hear these commercials of people who say, I have 5,000 photos on my phone or such and such, I'm almost wanting to put my head down and cover my face because of the sheer volume of photos I have on my phone. But it got me thinking the other day, as I was scrolling through my phone, and I have told my kids so often, I have to take a lot of pictures because it helps me remember the moment. But then a heavy conviction kind of fell over me. And that was, how many of us are so busy taking pictures of where we are that we don't actually experience where we are. We get lost. We're trying to hurry and cram so much in in hopes that we can sit on our couch or lay in bed one night scrolling on our phone, looking at our photos, and relive it. Kind of hard to relive something if you really weren't fully present. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't take pictures. Um, I'm currently not stopping taking pictures, so I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, let's not be people who go on trips and take pictures of places that we've really never experienced. Because while we were there, we really weren't there. We wanted to take a picture of something that would remind us that our bodies were physically in that location and that our eyes physically saw that waterfall or that sunrise or that sunset. Now, I know You guys, if you go over to my social media, which thank you, by the way, for following me on social media on Facebook at ConnieAlbers.Author and over on Instagram at Connie L. Albers, same with Twitter and all the social media platforms. Thank you. But if you look at my social media post, it gives you a snapshot of where I am, what I've been doing, what's important to me. And as we talk today about truly experiencing the moment that you're in, and getting lost in those moments where you are, and you're taking it all in, and you're not worried about what you might be missing if you don't hurry to the next thing, or if you don't snap this photo. When we embrace like truly where we are right now, that vacation, we're going back to school. So many of us, millions and millions, are back in the classroom back in the homeschool days, 
The books are nicely lined up on the shelves. Our schedules are posted on the refrigerator or on the computer. We're getting back into a new rhythm. Many of us have enjoyed beautiful vacations. We've had some fun times, gone hiking or to the beach or maybe a week to grandma and grandpa's house or camp or something. And you're looking back at those photos and it gives you a snapshot of where you were. But do you remember really what was going on around you? The birds that were singing, maybe your kids as they were jumping around saying, look at me, mom, look, watch, watch. That's what we're going to talk about. It's good to take pictures, but I want to talk about how do we actually embrace where we are without the fear or worry or anxiety that maybe we should be doing more or that we might be missing out. And so all we have is a slew of snapshots with very little depth to the moment. I want to talk about this because people would often say to me when I was homeschooling, because you guys all know I homeschooled all five of the kids. They graduated, they went on to college, they graduated from college, they are all working hard, paid their own way through college. That's a whole nother topic now, isn't it? But you know, people would often say to me, do you regret it? Do you regret the time that it took for you to invest in accepting the educational responsibilities of your kids? Now, I'm not saying there's not other options that are good options. You have to do what's right for your family, but what was right for our family And what I believe in this current environment is beneficial to many more that aren't being homeschooled is to homeschool your kids. But that's a side conversation. I want to call you to living in the moment that you're living, to embracing the now. So when you're sitting around your table, the kids come back for lunch because they have moved out and moved on. There's rich memories besides, oh, remember the time we went to the zoo? Um hold on, I got to grab the photos and see what I remember from the zoo. Oh, remember the time we went on a long bike ride? Oh, I don't, okay, let me think about that. Let me go find, what year was that again? What month? Okay, let me look at this. Oh yeah, that's right. I know some of you are thinking, Connie, what are you talking about? I see a lot of people missing what's right in front of them because they're trying to look four or five steps ahead. They're trying to do more than they can realistically do excellently. Now, I did a show with Larry Loftus, and we were talking about excellence. I'd love for you to go back and listen to Larry's segment. It was a two-part episode, and same with Jill Savage. So we'll list some of those in the show notes. But I want you to kind of go back and think about some of the threads that we've had on the show. I can't talk to you about something I haven't experienced. Now, I do talk to you about things I'm currently walking through, but this particular conversation, you know, I travel and speak all over the country. I would love if you have a a ministry or a school assembly or a ladies gathering, strength gathering, I'd love for you to call. So you just email us and we'll get you connected with how to have me come and speak to your audience. But recently I was speaking to a group of women and they were just talking about all the things you were doing. And when I probed a little further, what I really got was while they were currently at a location on a vacation day or a field trip with their kids or even date night, if I ask them a couple of questions beyond a level one or level two, like where did you eat? What did you eat? Who were you with? Beyond that, there wasn't a lot of depth because they weren't really fully present. And you see that, right? You go out and everybody's on their phone looking at what they might be missing, but what they are actually missing is right in front of them. 
or next to them. So as we talk about more, I want to first thank our sponsors. You know, we're new to having sponsors on equip to be If you'd like to be a sponsor for the program, just let us know. You can email contact at ConnieAubers.com. And we would love to talk to you about joining us and being a sponsor for the Equipped to Be program. But this sponsor is by Homeschooling Today magazine. You know, parenting has never been easy. You know, we talk a lot about parenting here. I'm a mother of five, as you know, a grandmother as well. But it seems like this world of social media and instant access has made it even more difficult to parent. I watch it from when I'm going to speak. I watch parents engaging with their kids. And I have lots of conversations. I'll post something and I'm getting a lot of feedback from parents. They're struggling. They're trying to keep the heart of their child. They're trying to teach and train them the things in the way that they should go. And there's a lot of voices speaking into our kids and to her own heads about what's right, what's wrong, how you should, how you shouldn't. I'll see new mothers just so perplexed because do I put my baby on a schedule or do I not? Which one's going to ruin them? You probably see that too. But most important... And the most influential people in your kids' lives is you. Hear me. I know there's a lot of voices speaking in, which is why we're talking about being fully present today, no matter where it is that you are, and at peace. Because you always have to remember that whether your child is a baby or 5 or 10 or 15 or 20, 25, 35, you're still the primary influence in their lives. So that's one of the reasons why I'm such an advocate for Homeschooling Today magazine. I have been a columnist there for over 10 years, which is kind of crazy to think about all these years of me writing for them several times a year. My column is growing relationships. And I love that because it's not just a segment of teens, although Parenting Beyond the Rules is geared for tweens and teens, but building relationships is in all facets of our life, right? And building relationships with our children while we educate them is what homeschooling today is really all about. It's the key. So homeschooling today has a beautiful magazine. It's written by homeschoolers that have homeschooled or are currently homeschooling. And it's just this wonderful shot in the arm where it's not just a you can do it, but how to do it, how to build relationships, how to teach littles, how to teach middles, how to work with teens different approaches to homeschooling. And we just want, through the Homeschooling Today magazine, to lock arms with you, to encourage you to not just say you can, but you can and this is how. If you aren't a subscriber and you would like to be a subscriber, you can go to ConnieAlberts.com. I have it over on the show notes. And just go to homeschoolingtoday.com and subscribe. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think you'll like it. And we're so grateful that Homeschooling Today is a sponsor for this show today as we talk about being fully present. So like I was starting off at the very beginning, when I asked you, do you ever go places? And then you kind of come back. If you were asked more detail about the places you just experienced, you'd be kind of blank. You'd have to refer back to a photo or you'd say, I, you know, I really didn't hear that because we're thinking about where we need to be or the next thing we need to do. The thing is, you can't go back. You can't go back to where you were. So as you're beginning this school year, this is the last first day of this year. This is the last beginning school year of, say, your eighth grader or your kindergartner. Maybe this is the last first day of your child's college program. They've moved out. When you go back and you look at those pictures, ask yourself this question, was I fully present there? And if not, what can I do to become fully present now? Like right now, you have to remember the enemy loves to rob us of our time. 
loves to get us busy, loves to get us distracted, loves to try to make us believe we can multitask. Now, as a mom, we certainly can. We do have to cook dinner and correct our kids and be thinking about getting the laundry done and getting work done, whatever it is. The list is long. It's always long. It's never not going to be long. Well, until you get old, I guess. I don't know. I haven't lived that far, so I don't know. But I do know this. You don't get to go back and relive those moments. And people have said, Connie, do you regret? Do you regret not writing more books? Do you regret not traveling more? Do you regret not being in the corporate world? And the list of regrets, honestly, that I'm asked is pretty broad because I've made critical decisions in my life to be present, which means I pass up some things. So if I'm sitting here and I'm with my kids and we're out on the boat, when the kids were little, we used to have a boat, and I was out on the boat watching the kids, I was watching the kids. I wasn't looking at what my friends were doing on social media that might be a little more fun or interesting or just, hey, what was I missing? No, I was present with them. And I guess in some ways, friends, I could say I was oblivious to what was going on in other places because I wanted to be fully present there. And if I was reading to the children at night, which I highly recommend, reading to your children. Children learn so much. That's just a side note. But we can get so wrapped up into the affairs of today, the news of the day, the what's happening politically, the what's happening at the grocery store, the food supply chain, or how we're going to pay for the bills. How are we going to pay for gas? How are we going to pay for this winter's rising energy costs? We can get very consumed with all that. And I'm not saying those things don't matter. They do. But I want to remind you that what you have in front of you today, the opportunity today to help your child solve that math problem, to help your child answer the cares of the world, or maybe to show that child how to cook an egg or how to plan a menu or how to ride a bike or how to sit still and listen, (laughs) you have today. You may not have that opportunity tomorrow. Today will be gone. It's a matter of history. And I want us to focus on just reminding ourselves, you're not going to miss anything. We have allowed ourselves to believe that we can be all, do all, have all. We can't. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not. I'm very optimistic. But I want you to be fully present with where you are and soak it all in. I would not have been able to write Parenting Beyond the Rules, or I would not have been able to be a columnist for this magazine, or go on all the radio and television ads and and media outlets, news outlets, and talk about parenting, and talk about strengths, and talk about education, if I would have just breezed over those years that I was immersed in it, immerse yourself in today. Just write that down. Immerse yourself in today. And yes, as you're trying to multitask, create a schedule so you can get many things done at once. But someone told me when I was a young mom, I was trying to do it all. After all, we do have to be accomplished, right? We have to, you know, we have to do it all. That's what we're told. We can do it all. And we see people, celebrities, or we see news media figures or, you know, whatever, doing it all or the appearance of doing it all until you pull back the curtain like the Wizard of Oz and you realize, oh, well, they have a housekeeper. Oh, they have a chef. Oh, they have nannies, several They're not having to do all this other stuff. They've got help for all this other stuff, which allows them, or they're running a great company. Well, you don't realize there's 28 other people working and all they have to do is this one tiny piece. And that may not be your life. 
I didn't have housekeepers. I didn't have nannies. I didn't have chefs. Boy, I wish I would have had that. Although my daughter was really good, but that took, that took a lot of years for her to get to that point. We didn't have lawn care people. We were the people, the seven of us. We had to get it all done, which meant I purposely chose to say no to some things because the things that were right in front of me needed my full attention. They needed me to be immersed in this moment so that now as my kids come over and people who, and I'll just share this with you, I don't post a whole lot about it, but there's really not a day goes by that somebody's not at our home, whether it's to help fix a car or whether it's to help watch the grandbaby or whether it's to sit and visit, or maybe they're just checking in to make sure you know we're doing okay. Or maybe they just want to come over and talk or hang out. Most days, now there's 10 of us, on any given day, there'll be two or three kids and their spouses and grandbabies popping in, literally just popping in. That's what I wanted, where you are, depending on your age. That's what I wanted this right now, 15, 20 years ago. I saw this as the vision. Now, granted, we can't keep our kids living. I mean, we don't tether them to us. But to have the life you want when your kids are grown means you've got to be immersed in the life of where your kids are now. You got to be at the ball game and cheering for them and not just scrolling on the phone. Now, I don't mean to step on your toes or bringing your laptop so you can work and you're, quote, multitasking. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that either. But there has to be times, friends, when we're not just present and we take a picture of the shot. We take a picture of them on the swing set or riding their bike. But that's a nanosecond and we miss the hour that they were actually engaged in something and delighting and having our attention. So do I miss all that? Do I, did I miss anything? Do I regret anything? Did I say no to things from a career standpoint? Absolutely, I did. Do I regret it? No. There are moments where I'm like, dumb, bummer, I could have done such and such, but I chose something different. You're choosing. When I told you to immerse yourself in the now, you're choosing to do that. Nobody's forcing you. Yes, your children may be acting up or acting out, and they kind of make you have to do that, but that's begrudgingly. No, don't do it begrudgingly. Do it because you want to be all in at that moment. And then when you look back at the pictures, when they finish the science project, when they've accomplished some major feat, then you're able to look back and there's more color and light to that story. It isn't a mere snapshot for you to go back to remind you, oh, I was here once. It reminds you of the life that you were present for. And you know, it's amazing because when we do this, your kids know this and their hearts are bent close to you. They know that you're interested in them now. My kids know I'm interested in them today. Back then when they were little, oh, the secrets they would share. Oh, the late night stories. I remember with my daughter one time, and how does this all fit in? She had a specific way she liked to be put to bed at night. You know, she loved a back scratch and I would scratch her back and she loved quality time. And sometimes I'd be really busy. I'd have to get all the other kids to bed and then I'd have to get work done or then I would need to spend time with my husband 
or I would need to plan out the menu, or I would need to, you know, all the other things that you got to do. You know, maybe it was grade math papers. And I remember sometimes I would try to like short circuit the bedtime routine a little bit. Yes, I'd scratch her back and I'd listen and we'd read and we'd pray, but it was a short abbreviated version. And she never liked that. She's like, she could tell. And every time I tried to do it, she had this pattern of getting me to stay. And I look back on that. I noticed what she needed and I noticed how she responded when I couldn't. So I'm not saying you have to do everything your kids want. I'm not saying you've got to spend two hours putting kids to bed. I'm not saying you can't just take a picture of something and go back and remember it because you are busy. But my exhortation to you, my admonishment to you is to embrace where you are. You're beginning a new school year, embrace it. Don't resent that car line if you take your kids to school and you're stuck in the carpool line. Don't start lamenting how how much you're sacrificing for doing this. Don't start complaining and begrudging because this is the last year you're going to be doing that with this child in this situation. Or if you're starting school and you're homeschooling and your kids might not be so excited and you're like, oh, this is so difficult. Okay, fine. It's difficult. Acknowledge that. We don't pretend. We don't glaze over it. But let's find ways to make it better. And let's remember to be immersed in it. As you're planning each day, make a decision to be fully present. Block your work time. If you're working, have a block schedule. I did it. I used it. It's what you know helped me keep my sanity. And it will help you as well. But I don't want you to go through life taking pictures of places you never really were because you weren't fully present. Because you'll look back. Your kids will know. You'll know. There wasn't much depth to that moment. So we're creating those moments. And we don't create those moments haphazardly. Sometimes things happen and those become funny moments and defining moments. But what you want to think about, the stories you want to talk about, the relationships that you want with your older kids have to start like right now, where you are. And there's a lot of parents that I have often said this. I wrote about it in Parenting Beyond the Rules. You know, imagine your relationship with your children or your spouse in five years, 10 years, 15 years. Imagine what that relationship's going to look like. And I know we'll probably do a podcast on when that picture gets blurry because the picture can get blurry. I'm currently writing another book. So you guys, I'm very excited about this one. I think it's going to be such a benefit, but it's causing me to go deeper, deeper in research. It's also causing me to go deeper into examining the life that we live in and the lives that are being lived presently and how to get from A to Z and the steps because it's not linear. It's kind of like a game of shoots and ladders. You take a few steps forward and then all of a sudden you slide back down. And sometimes it's like that. But you can build that relationship. You can look back on a life that you're creating today. You can look back on that life and smile. A lot of women talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. And I was trying to be it all, have it all, do it all. I mean, after all, I mean, the Proverbs 31 woman, if you have not read that passage in scripture, it's Proverbs 31. I would encourage you to read it, but I want you to read it through this perspective. That's the story of a life, not a 24-hour day. Because we live our lives in seasons. Seasons come and go, but they don't repeat themselves. Think about that. By the time your kids turn 18, you've had 18 winters, 
18 summers. Some are memorable, some aren't, but they're never the same. They're constantly changing. And you do want to make sure you are immersed in where you are, that the stories are rich and deep because you're intentional about it. And then you don't look back with a bunch of regrets. Oh, you may regret some decisions you made. I'm not saying that there's nothing because there are some. But by and large, the fostering of the relationship, the future relationship that you want, you don't look back on. You can always get more work. Trust me, friends. I have more work than I can do. You can always get more work. There's always more opportunities. If you're really good at something, somebody's going to tag you to do it again and again and again. And it's okay to say, no, not now. Or it's okay to say, yeah, I've got margin. But living your life in seasons, knowing the season that you're living in and being fully present in it is what's going to be the key to when you stand and you look back over your life, it will be a life that's well-lived. I hope this podcast had equipped to be, and, and this particular one is giving you freedom, gives you hope, gives you encouragement on a real practical cellular level. That's always the goal here. You're equipped to be a doer of God's word. You're equipped to be the person God's called you to be. You just have to live in that person and become that person every day. You're not the same today as you were yesterday because you've grown and changed and learned. So make sure you tune in every Wednesday. We drop a live episode every Wednesday, but go back to the archives. We have some really good ones. We'll list some in the show notes. Make sure you scoot over to ConnieAubers.com. Check us out on social media. And also, we're on Amazon Music, so you can find us on Amazon. You can find us on all the major podcast players. We'll list a link to those different avenues for you can see. And subscribe to our newsletter. That way you never miss an episode and you get some of the highlighted features that we have, plus the show notes. So thank you for tuning in to this edition of Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, Please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.